everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. If Uncle Sam can do it, so can you. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. What's up, dude? And what are you drinking? I am very well. And actually, I, we had an episode where I said I was finishing Conig von Flandern. And I'm actually now, I have a few sips left, and then I guess water. Cool. But uh, very tasty. I'm coming up to New York tonight. Mm, I want you are. Your, I want some of your bullet bourbon. Oh, dude, absolute, man. Right? Yeah. It's a good I idea. actually have some fancy uh, uh, bourbon. Do you? What kind? Yeah, it was, uh, it's like 17 something. It has like a, a date on it as the name. Oh, all right. I don't know. I was giving it to a gift for someone, but I went up not going to his party. So cool. I kept it. Nice. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about what it's like to be, what are, or the persona, the ideal. What oh, is that? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What is that? It, it, it's actually called. 1792. Okay. Ridgemont Reserve. Oh, 1792 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I guess. I, I don't know those things. It's 1492. I'm sorry. That's it's a uh, Barrel Select Kentucky Straight Bourbon yeah, we're Whiskey. Drinking. Yeah, we're finishing that bottle. Yeah. Much so the, the, there's there's enough. We can get that's, it on That's some... enough for me. I don't know what you're going to drink. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty <sighs> wide bottle. All right. So today we're going to talk <laughs> about uh, the ideal financially responsible person, right? So... Mm. I want to lay out like the picture perfect like scenario or mm. persona of who that person would be. Is it Andrew? I was going to say they're 5'5", five, five, they live in Hoboken. <laughs> no, I'm not perfect. They're 6'2", they live in South Jersey, and they live with their brother. Uh, all right, before we get no on one that. Now, before we get on that, we're going to, uh, if you guys have any questions about personal finance, email us your, I sound like Dave Ramsey, personal finance, <laughs> email us in your questions at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Praise, Jesus, praise Jesus. the Lord. God <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> That's all he says for an hour. Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> praise the Lord. Jesus said, brush your teeth every morning. <laughs> and that's how you'll make more money. That's a terrible thing to say. Or is it? Send your submissions uh, for your catchphrase at the beginning of the show. Today's catchphrase is, is, if Uncle Sam can do it, so can you. And that's from our friend Daniel Merrill. He is on fire. With these catchphrases. Send them in to Twitter at Money Matters Man. That is our Twitter handle. You can send them in to Facebook, facebook.com slash listenmoneymatters. Or you can send them into our uh, email. But make them short. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. The shorter, the cooler. That's not a, that doesn't rhyme. Okay. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Let's talk about this, um, this persona that I, look, and here's, here's where I came up with this idea. Cause I kind of want, like, I kind of want to strive to be this, like, idol, this fake idol that we're going to come up with mm-hmm. today. And we're going to kind of just do it on the fly. Cause, uh, you know, and I'm actually going to write this stuff down as we do it. I know it's, you know. <laughs> I, I think part of what we need to consider also is age because uh, we could say the ideal financial person at 25, but that okay. person is very different at 40. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So let's start young. How about that? Uh, so well, should let's, we- you know what? Let's, let's, let's start it where age isn't a thing. And then we'll, we'll kind of go and we'll kind of like say, well, if you're 40, you should be like this. And if you're 25, you should be like this. Okay. I want to start by making this very simple. Mm. I think 
the ideal financially responsible person should not be in debt. Yeah. Should not have any credit card debt or student loan debt. What about what what about auto loan debt? Matt Givenisi? Uh ugh, got any gum? Uh <laughs> I, I uh oh. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably is gonna have a car. Probably probably gonna have a car and probably gonna have a car payment. That that's the ideal financial person. I don't know. I guess not I guess not ideal, no. Only because that, it's yeah, you're right. All right, not ideal. So no, so, uh, it's it's not necessarily that you don't have a car, although a car is a constant expense. Yeah, it's that you at least don't have a car payment. Okay, ideally, least this is payment, like this is like a superhero or or loan payment. This is like well, a superhero financially responsible. That's, that's what we're doing. Okay, it's, all right, fine. The superhero should have a name though. It's not like Superman. It should be Matt Finance Man. Da, 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 da. No, okay. Yeah. Let me come up with the names, okay? <laughs> I thought that was pretty creative. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So no debt of any kind, including house. Mm. No debt of any kind. I think I, – look, I just watched this documentary. I'm still in the middle of it. Hirsch, our friend Hirsch, uh, told me to watch it. It's great. It's on Netflix. It's called Maxed Out. Debt is the devil, right? Mm. I always say that. So I'm going to say financially responsible person, ideally – should not have any debt. Should not be in debt at all. Can we agree? I mean, look, ideal, yeah, but ideal. I don't, We're talking, I don't, I don't want a, to. No, I don't want to ideal. listen to the first five minutes of the podcast, then tune out and start overpaying their mortgage because I, I don't believe in that. All right, fine. So I, I would say I would say mortgage is fine because imagine this: I, I have a huge mortgage, and my payment is fourteen fifty, and Hoboken. Tends to have a lot of young people with not a lot of money. All right, how about this? So then I would make more in rent, even with a huge. I got it. I got it. Mm. If you have a mortgage, that's fine, but it has to be less than fifty percent of what you make. I think that's good. Okay. Less than fifty percent of what you make. All right. For instance, uh, if you make two thousand dollars a month income net net income from your job, okay, your house should cost less than a thousand dollars a month. Okay. If we're going with rules, mm-hmm. like financial rules, actually, I think the the common convention or what I think is appropriate is it shouldn't be more than thirty percent of your take home. Oh, so really? if you if you take home three thousand dollars, it does not make sense to pay more than a thousand dollars a month in rent. That's like your that should be your upper limit. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know, man. That's tough. No, not really. Dude, $3,000 a month is like a, okay, quite dude, a decent so, amount of money. So you make $1,000 a month, right? Just say hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, or, you know, say, say, you, say you make $1,500 a month, okay? Uh, okay. $1,500 a month, and uh, you put seven fifty into wherever you live. Okay. That means you have seven fifty left for everything else. All right, what How about- are you getting to work? It says If it's just you, you personally pay 200 for food so you you would need you would have nothing all right i and got you, a better i got a better way to do this you know and you know the adage pay 50, yourself first right 50 percent of what you take home should go into general living and surviving yeah that'd be awesome the dog agrees yeah <laughs> yeah all uh, animals agree <laughs> i hope people heard that on the podcast it was super loud on my headphones wait wait wait, wait. do you hear that that was my goldfish agreeing 
Hmm. I don't like it. I don't like that one. Uh, so I'm just saying that you, you uh, all right. Also, I think a financially responsible person, sh- how much do you think they should be putting towards finance or uh, investing investments? I think that, um, you should set the goal at 20% mm-hmm. of your salary. Mm-hmm. And that's considered paying yourself first, correct? Yeah, so okay. one one fifth of what you make, and you could say before tax because you go into a four hundred one k part of it, and mm-hmm. so if your salary is hundred thousand dollars, twenty thousand should go towards various savings things. Okay, know. investments, not savings. No, not a savings account, but maybe it's your checking account or four hundred one k or yeah, some sort of saved money for you. Pay yourself first. Yeah, they follow that rule, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I, I don't think that's a difficult goal. To what achieve. about the other thirty percent? Should be spending money, right? Going well, out. Well, you said fifty percent is spending money. No, fifty percent is surviving money or surviving like money. necessary. Oh, expenses. so the other thirty percent, right? Right. Yeah. So thirty percent. I mean, this is how I think LearnVest.com, which is uh, I think a budgeting tool, right? Yeah, yeah. They 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 follow this uh, fifty thirty twenty, which is fifty percent towards you know general living expenses, like being able to survive. Twenty mm. percent goes to investments, and the, the remaining thirty percent is really? for yeah. The remaining thirty percent is for like you know did, drinking. Did, did and, you guide? Did you like guide me down this path? I, I didn't know that. I kind of got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I picked twenty by myself though. All right. Well, that's the. I mean, it's and then a the third I picked by myself. Okay. So but, uh, <laughs> yeah, a third's a little. I mean, like, look. Uh, no, no, <laughs> it's a third just for for the home. Oh, okay. The, yeah, so, yeah, okay. Not, you know what I mean? Like that. That's what I mean. Like rent or mortgage. Oh, should. I understand. So not like electricity. No, 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 because that, that's on top. And, okay, and right. yeah, 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 I got you. It, it's, all right, it's so 50% I set for myself. So 50% for like all general living expenses. And I think that's reasonable. I think it is too. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I, so I think that alone, because that's how I kind of, uh, when, I, when I created the wealth wheel idea, when I looked at the budget section, that's kind of how I envisioned how, the, how budgeting should, and it should be that simple, right? I mean, that, that really simplifies things. Yeah. You know, if, look, if you make, $2,000 a month, $1,000 to all living expenses, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, $200 a month goes to investments. No, that's not right. That's not right at all. I, I think the thing is like, uh, yes, it, it simplifies it. However, in reality, adding up the numbers and coming up with the percents is a freaking pain in the ass. And that's why like stuff like Mint is good because yeah. it'll do that for you. Uh, so they're not in debt. Mm. They're they're budgeting their money correctly. They're mm. all going. They're all they're allocating their funds to the right place. So let's take the investment side of things, okay? Mm. So this twenty percent that they're putting into investments, uh, we we talked about this on an episode where you think they should be taking most of that money and putting it towards an emergency fund, building that up to twenty five thousand dollars, saying using an account like Betterment or some other brokerage account that kind of follows the S&P 500 and does an average sort of investing. Uh, but you say really betterment, right? That's Right, right. Okay. Uh, it's, it's super easy and it's diversified. And so I think that's why it's a good. Then once you reach 25,000, then you can, they can start uh, experimenting, not experimenting, but uh, getting into individual stocks and getting into uh, mutual funds and just individualized in- funds of any kind and mm. starting to invest. Maybe it's uh, even real estate investment. Right, you know? right. Um, so, but, but you're saying that they need to have that twenty five thousand dollar emergency fund kind of done, 
right? Mm. Yeah. So, so, so you would agree that this ideal person um, is investing just like that? Yes. Now, it doesn't matter how much – now, all right. If they're hmm. younger – should they be putting more than 20%? Yeah, so I actually – I was waiting for you to get to that part. I, I pulled up uh, – it's, it's page 92 in, in the Mastering Mint book. Uh-huh. I have this uh, chart, and it's a savings percentage in one column. It's like 5, 10, 15, 20, 25%, whatever. And then on the right column is years of work required to reach retirement. So if you go into the assumption that whatever you're making now – today is what you want to make forever for the rest of your life and into retirement, you can look at on this graph and you can, you can determine how many years it'll take you to retire. So like if you're earning now and say, say you just got out of college, you know, and you're earning, you know, $50,000, you're really lucky, you're smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you save 50%, so that 20% that we said, plus the additional uh, 30%, mm-hmm. And if you did that for 17 years, you could retire. <laughs> so you basically have no life for 17 years. I mean, yeah. So that's, that's the thing. And so, but the thing is, is like, um, what is like, I, I kind of, I did more than 50%. I, for, so after college, for two and a half years, I basically just, I lived with my parents. Uh, I saved like a monster. And mm-hmm. that's what put me ahead. So I'm saying, like, if you if you crank yourself up, like, if you save 85 percent of your salary, you can retire in four years. Really? Really? <laughs> so if you wait, wait, uh, dude, how crazy would it be? I wonder if anyone's ever done this. I wonder if anyone's ever graduated college, gotten a job making like fifty thousand dollars, right, mm-hmm. and just lived with their parents, and just was in complete like solitary confinement for four years. See, the, the thing is, is I know plenty of people I mean, that's not that, that, much money. that, that, that's have, only... that have graduated, lived with their parents, spend nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, not spend nothing, but sp- spent like maniacs. And actually, and then like, you know, they get married and they go even further. Like, if only there was like just a little constraint. And I mean, the, the scale goes like if, if you saved 100% of your salary, you could retire now, right? Well, you can't retire. You still got to work. If you're able to save 100% of your salary, uh-huh. you, could, you could retire now. No, that's not Hypothetically. No. I mean, me, me? Not you. No, but I'm, that doesn't make any sense. You have to make the money. You can't retire and also make money. It doesn't... What's the number? All right, now I got confused. You confused me. Uh, okay, think of it like this. You're making $50,000 a year, uh-huh. and you are saving 100% of that. Which is $50,000. Right. Not really. Cause I mean, it's taxes. after taxes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, how how are you not spending any of that? Obviously, you don't need it. Right. So, I mean, you so could. You could you, the mind obviously goes to the kid in the parents' basement, and the parents pay for all of his expenses. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, then he's going to be mooch for the rest of his life. But it could also apply to the guy at the other end of the spectrum. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's not ideal, I don't think. But. Um, it's just interesting to think about. Mm. Uh, I, what about, do you think a financially responsible person uses credit cards to buy things? Absolutely. They just don't, they, they every month, see, here's the thing is like, whatever you buy this month, 
mm-hmm. you pay for on your credit card next month. Mm-hmm. However, your spending this month should not exceed the amount you make this month. Even though you'll get paid next month and you'll pay your credit card next month, every month you should try and run a positive. You know, like you, if you save 20% for yourself, you'd run a positive. What about people? So if you put your money on the credit card, it actually like cheapens your life in that like you, I get 2% cash back on every expense mm-hmm. with no limit. Mm-hmm. So my life is 2% cheaper than the average person, supposedly. Right. What do you mean supposedly? Uh, if they didn't use a credit card or they didn't have great credits, so they didn't have right. cash back. And, okay. You know. Yeah, so a financially responsible person uses credit cards to, their, to say, their advantage. Exactly. And pays it off every month. In full. In full. Yeah. And, build, and it'll build their credit, so then they'll get a lower rate on the house they buy in five mm. years. Like, my rate was epically low. Like, laughably low. So What was it? Uh, 3.25%. Fuck you. Really? Yeah. Damn I mean, it. at the time, it was... Uh, when did I buy? I think I closed in January or February of 2013. Yeah. yeah. So it was already low, but I, I got really, really down there. What else uh, do you think? Because I know we're kind of just... Uh, Riffing? Yeah, well, I mean, all right. So they use credit cards resp- responsibly. Mm-hmm. They have no debt besides the mortgage. Right. They're paying themselves first. They're at least paying a themselves fifth first, yep. Of their total comp. They're budgeting. They're just budgeting correctly. Mm-hmm. Right. And this- well, we didn't even mention budgeting. And you don't budget, but I think we had said before, like, because your finances are super simple right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't be expected to keep track of that stuff. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you are not you. I mean, your stuff's simple, but mm. most people are not able to keep track of that stuff because it's just too much. What do you mean it's too Five, much? Uh, $8 for Netflix yeah. and then, you know, uh, X dollars for AT&T and then how much for utilities, but it changes every month. And then there's the water bill once every quarter. And, mm-hmm. and this shit gets, it's like too much. That's already too much. And that doesn't count for food and all the other. So you should budget because, like, um, imagine if you didn't have all those gray hairs. <laughs> Would you consider um, somebody who doesn't is not materialistic mm. uh, financially responsible? Yeah, I, I think that's like the uh, the pinnacle, right? Because you're just going to spend most of your money on on stuff. See, I don't know if you were aware of this, but when you were away, I was. Sort of semi a part of the Money Mastermind. It's like a video podcast, like roundtable mm-hmm. kind of discussion. I saw on like Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't actually a part of it, but I asked a question because they did it. It was an, actually an interesting topic. They talked about stuff versus experiences. So basically the idea of, uh, you know, should you spend your money on things like tangible, like TVs and cars and I don't know, computers or wherever, whatever you can think of. Or vacations and going out with friends and those sorts of things. We, we've had a few uh, millionaires on the show. Yeah. And they all kind of say the same thing. Which is? And, I, and by the way, on the podcast, I said it first. Uh, they, they spend their money on traveling and, and eating out and experiences. Right. Instead of TVs Stuff. and yeah. shoes and whatever else is just nonsensical. And, and I think... You know, 
it's like it's like enlightenment to not need the stuff yeah you know there's another thing about that too having less stuff is like so stress relieving like when you have nothing to worry about like you have nothing to worry about breaking you have nothing to worry about like sucking the energy bill from your house like if you don't have a tv Mm. for instance which is crazy i think but because i think everyone needs a tv uh you know just to watch daily show although (laughs) you can watch it on an ipad it takes up much less energy uh, so I don't know. Maybe I disagree with that. Maybe not, maybe people don't need TVs, but whatever. Uh, you need a computer, and your computer I mean, I is need a TV. A, yeah, I need a, yeah. Basically, at this point, my, I need a computer. Yeah. So, uh, you know, by having less things sucking the energy out of your house and just taking up room in your house, which costs money to heat, and you know, I, I don't know, like it absorbs air conditioning and it absorbs heat, <laughs> like it absorbs things, you know, and it's. And Waste you get, space. You can get a smaller place. Yeah, you can get a smaller place because you don't have as much stuff. You can get you don't you don't need that giant walk-in closet, which could be Dude, just a bigger for room. For two years, I lived in a 392 square foot apartment. That's really small. It was damn expensive because it was a really nice area with an awesome deck, but still, I didn't have much stuff in there because yeah, you know, and it costs less to move. Yeah, dude, Jesus. you could do you could move yourself. Yeah, and a pickup truck or a van. Yeah. You know, I. Mm, I, I hate moving. In fact, when I move, when I finally like move out of my brother's house, which is I'm hoping to be next year, mm. I am totally like leaving most of my stuff here. Like this TV that's next to me is not coming with me. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> like I'm gonna have no TV when I move. Just and... tell your brother. Tell your brother to eBay it, just like he eBayed that TV he bought. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. sitting in your hallway. It's still there. Um, I, all the stuff in my closet. I'm just getting rid of all of it. Like I don't even want it. I'm just leaving it here. I'm just taking my computer. Not dude, just eBay. It. Like, but so if you want to leave in a year, slowly over the course of the year, just eBay all your shit. Yeah. So I mean, I, that's why I said like uh, a financially responsible person is also not a materialistic person. They're, Amen. They're, uh, you know, it's just just not materialistic. That doesn't mean that they can't go and like have like. All right, come on. It's well. All right. The the goal in life is to have fun and be happy. Right. So, like, I mean, the reason we work is to then have money to, you know, feed ourselves and be happy, whatever. So, uh, you know what? Uh, like, the leopard print seats beyond the purchase probably will not make you happy. Well, it'll you make know? you happy for that one second. Or, 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 your, or your chain link steering wheel, like like you dream of. <laughs> did, I, did I mention that before? <laughs> you mentioned it on the buying and leasing. Did one. I? Yeah. Uh, I think that was the episode. Okay. But, that uh, makes sense. <laughs> The thing is, like, so then I like, imagine if you just had to spend your money on just having a good time because the that fancy printer or whatever you have in your house doesn't use mm-hmm. <laughs> fancy printer. People I don't aspire glanced, to buy printers. <laughs> I you glanced, do maybe, but people don't aspire for nah, printers. Dude, dude, I glanced my left and I, I, I saw my printer because I was trying to think of something. And I my printer is is a, a brother mm-hmm. printer, which, are which nice. I think is. I was gonna say I thought it was universally known as the cheapest, shittiest. No, I heard they were good. Ah, oh, maybe I'm wrong. It, it, my my boss used to only buy brother printers, only like exclusively because he was a homie. Uh, no, because he just <laughs> I don't know. He liked he liked brother printers for some odd reason. But um, yeah, I don't. I, let's. I mean, what else can we can we? I mean, you know, to kind of wrap things up. No credit. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I mean, look, dude, we, we talked on like some basic core stuff, but I, I want to say yeah. like uh, when you're 25 or when you're 22 or when you're when you're young, uh, you need to 
fucking hustle. I actually was trying not to say fucking, but right. I mean, you need to fucking you hustle. You succeeded because, not well. Yeah, and I, I said it twice. Uh-huh. I, fucking, I said twice. Yeah, I got it. All right. Um, <laughs> no, you need a hustle because you know what? Uh, the money that you make when you're young and you put in Betterment or Vanguard or whatever, it, it'll, it has like 50 years to just sit there. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the amount of exponential growth it can achieve is like you cannot fathom it with your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, most scales are in 30 years, right? But that, that was to say that you retire at 60 and you start at 30. Mm-hmm. Start 10 years earlier, like it's, it is so much more powerful. So they need to hustle. Work at the movie theater. And when you're not working in the movie theater, uh, use Lyft. And, and have people pay you to uh, LYFT. Have people pay you to carpool them home. Or on the weekends, sign up for Uber and drive people around in your home neighborhood yeah. and just collect well, cash. Yeah, it's not every, not every city has that, but yeah. Has Uber? I Uber mean, X, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess the thing is like... Well, you're just, uh, you, what you're saying is just hustle. Make a lot of money early, put as much of it away as possible because it's going to pay off later big time. It is so much more meaningful to work when you're young. And I'll tell you what, the only thing that I can guarantee as you get older is you will want to work less. <laughs> You'll have less energy, less willpower. That's a good point. So uh, I really don't even want to work now. Luckily, yeah. Listen Money Matters doesn't feel like work. And but, get out of student loan debt quicker, too. Yeah. Because there's just, like I said, I. Debt, yeah, you go to college. Debt is maybe so aggravating, man. Like, I mm. watched this movie. And it's like so. I mean, there was there was a scene where this woman jumped off a bridge because she was in so much debt. Like, that's not a good thing. That's really uh, bad. That's that's terrible, dude. And they just and they like keep people in debt like purposefully. It's crazy. I'm gonna after I finish this movie, I'm gonna watch it like twice because I want to do an episode on it. But it's it's not something to talk about now. Mm. But yeah, I mean, well, I get emails all the time from people who are like seventeen or nineteen or whatever, and they're in college and they're trying to figure out how to pay for it, and it's they're going to be saddled with this debt, and it's like, you know, uh, so there's this one guy, he's a computer science major, and he he was telling me, well, he makes his money, but it requires five hundred dollars a month for him to buy her, to, for him to buy computer equipment, mm-hmm. and uh, dude, I did that. I went to college for that, yeah, and I I did not need nearly that. And you know what? Like that invested because the the interest isn't charged until you graduate for mm-hmm. student loans. Like that's a meaningful deduction on your student loan. Uh, you you, and the thing is, is like if you uh didn't buy the your fifth iPad, uh, in ten years you will not even remember it. Yeah, but you will be thrilled for the reduction in student loans that you have. Right. All right. Anything else you want to add before we uh, wrap things up? I don't know, up? man. I, I'm on like such a preachy, ranty mood today. Yeah, we're going to preach later for sure. All right, cool. Uh, but okay, that's it. So uh, if you guys have any questions or you want you want to you know, open discussion and talk a little bit more about this topic, uh, email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And please leave a review uh, if you could on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. And, and if you do leave a review, which we like really appreciate, uh, send us – your review, what you like, email us your review, and we'll send you something uh, as our thank you to you mm. from us. And I want to read a review, <laughs> which is a, a five star review by Brian Steffen. And mm. it's the, the review is titled, I like it, period. <laughs> <laughs> Very simple. 
I think for the most part, and this is actually a pretty long one, so bear with. Uh, I think for the most part, Andrew and Matt do a great job. I stumbled upon the show back in April, and I've listened to every episode. They are grassroots, real, and deliver most of their content in a great, understandable way. I had a bit of financial turnaround myself over the last six to seven years, and have since become quite passionate about the subject of personal finance. I must say that the foul language, porn, and beer talk add no value for me, sorry for the mic, it, and prevent me from recommending the show to others. Boo. <laughs> that, that sucks. Uh, I'm we not, don't really talk about porn. We, except for that time yesterday like when the, I saw this horse. Nah, uh, <laughs> the very <laughs> first episode you mentioned porn. Yeah, I probably. We don't talk about porn all that much. But that, that was like a real true story in my life. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure if it comes from wanting to be interesting or something else, but it comes off as forced. I think Andrew and Matt are funny guys as they are. And the porn slash beer slash curtain seems as though they are trying too hard. I don't want to see the work. You guys are plenty. I get through the beer talk just by skipping the first five to seven minutes. <laughs> that said, I'll continue to tune in and feel great about rounding my 4.9 star rating to a five. Thanks for what you're doing. So thank you, Brian. Listen. Uh, thank you for the five star review. Yes. You, uh, I know you don't like the cursing and the beer and the porn uh which and, and, and I'll, is fair. I will, i'll agree with him in the beginning maybe he was an is this an old review or no i mean this is recent but he so, might just get he might just be starting yeah because in the beginning uh well no we, he said no he said he stumbled upon a show back in april and have since listened to every episode that was so. before money may so it was probably where episode like 30 maybe or something maybe but, uh, so i think the thing is like when we were starting we did kind of suck and it was kind of forced, <laughs> and we were trying way too hard. Um, so, so I mean, he's definitely right, but I don't think that we go out of our. I I know that I went out of my way to curse when we first started. You did? I thought, yeah, I thought it was like cool or something. I don't know, but uh, I, I don't now. And then I think that we've tightened it up. So uh, maybe he hasn't listened to more of the new stuff, you know, because. I don't well, think it's like that. I mean, hey, uh, look, he gave us a five-star review. He likes the podcast. Uh, I, I know some people that skip past the first five, seven minutes. That's fine. Mm, but I, I hope we can turn him around. And maybe he, uh, you know, will – I don't know. No, I think it's – I mean, I, th- I think it's a really good review. I think it's honest. I thought it's it was super an, honest. I, and that's all that we ask yeah, for. Yeah, that's all because we ask for. Because you know what? Uh, I mean, first of all, uh, we would love it, I mean, if he didn't give us a one-star review. But all we and he want – no, and he didn't. And it was really nice of him to make it a 4.9, you know, round to five. <laughs> right. But uh, there was someone who gave us an honest review. And uh, we, we don't have to read it now in, unless you want to. But they actually kept listening through uh, – because they, they were an early listener. Mm-hmm. And we sucked in the beginning. Yes, that's true. And they, they revised it because we became supposedly better. To them. To them, at least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so – Thank you, Brian. I really do appreciate the honesty, and I appreciate the feedback, and it's a nice long review. Put a lot of time into it, and that's more than what we could ask for. So, again, I really appreciate it. And, guys, um, last but not least, look, if you guys want to learn more about personal finance, money management, the stuff that we talk about on the show, visit our website. It's listenmoneymatters.com, and you can find the full show and all the episodes we've done at listenmoneymatters.com slash show. And you can listen to it right on the website. So that's it. Thank you for hanging out with us. And we look forward to the next episode. Later.
Later, Matt.